0: And good afternoon, thank you for tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Casey Hendrickson here, also covering for Pat Miller on News Talk 1190, whoa, whoa. 107.5 FM. Would you do me a favor, could you cue up my audio, please? Because we got to talk about Jen Saki. And anytime we're going to talk about Washington, D.C.'s favorite drink, we have got to play the song. It is imperative that we play the song. Let me know when we're good. There's a couple of extra steps when we're sending the audio over to WoWo. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Circleback Saki. And then, of course, what just happened here? Hold on a second. What just happened? What is going on? I hate having to do everything from the browser. I had it all queued up. I clicked play. You know what happened? It jumped down like 50 posts instead of actually playing the audio. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, never set up your radio studio with virtual machines. It's... <laughs> let, this, let this be a lesson. Every... I got to scroll all the way back up and do it. So essentially, here's what's happening. I'll play the song after the story. That way you guys don't have to listen to me babble. So the Texas Democrats who walked out of the legislature so they didn't have to vote on that legislation in Texas and then chartered two private planes and got on those two private planes to fly to Washington, D.C. to beg, beg Washington, D.C. to violate Texas state rights and change the election laws there. Okay, They begged for that to happen. A bunch of them have now tested positive for COVID, well, guess what they did? They met with Schumer and Pelosi and Biden and Kamala and a bunch of other senior officials in the in the White House, and as a result, um, everybody is now running around being tested. Kamala so far has tested negative. There's a couple of other people we're waiting to hear about the results on, but um, yet here's the thing: they hopped onto a plane. They didn't wear masks. The masks wouldn't have helped them. Okay, I'm well aware that the masks would not have helped them. All right. I just want everybody crystal clear on that fact. But they hop on these planes. They violate the edict that you're supposed to wear masks on planes. They don't. Right. What was the logic? Oh, well, we're we're vaccinated. So they get on these planes. They all fly across the country to go to Washington, D.C. They do the vacation thing where they're posting uh, Instagram photos of themselves at various landmarks and eating food and everything else. And several of them got covid. Well, they came in close contact with senior officials, which of course compromised Biden and Kamala and everybody else. So, what has happened now is well, one reporter, Peter Ducey, keeps asking, you know, Jen Psaki, like, why won't you guys just admonish these Democrats for breaking the rules and coming to Washington, D.C. and getting COVID? They didn't wear masks on the planes like they were supposed to. And now, all of a sudden, we've got. We've got a little mini COVID outbreak among them. And, of course, that is now directly put the leadership of, of our government in, in harm's way. Now, again, everybody's pretty much been vaccinated. They're all going to have a mild case. It's not going to be a big deal. Um, and for those who've already had COVID, they probably won't even get it. I don't know if this is the Delta strain or whatever. Uh, again, for those of you who do not know, the Delta strain, um, it can it can cut right through fully vaccinated people. It doesn't cut through people who have previously been exposed to COVID. The vaccine is still effective against it, just a lot less effective against it than it is the other strains. But people who have had COVID in the past, they seem to be fighting off Delta just fine. By the way, I'll be in Washington, D.C. at the end of September. Looking forward to it, man. It's going to be awesome. Finally get to go back to hold their feet to the fire. It's been a couple of years. So anyway, because Jen Psaki refuses to do what she does to Republicans... And admonish the Democrats for threatening the safety of everybody in government leadership by violating the rules and flying across the country without mass. Uh, we have to we have to honor her with a song. Right, Josh? Kill my audio. I finally have it again. We'll see if we'll see if it works this time. Here we go.
1: Good there evening go, everyone. Finally. Thank you for joining us. Um, I often note I'm going to circle back. I hate to disappoint conservative Twitter, but I am going to circle back on a number of things as we often do directly. I'll circle back, circle back, I hate to disappoint you Circle back, circle back, that's an excellent question Circle back, circle back, I hate to disappoint you But we will venture to circle back with all of you Think cocaine okay or not, what do you think? This is such a good question, I have not had the opportunity to dig into that I'll circle back, it was a massive dump to this day Everyone's trying to figure out, where did it come from? I'm not aware of anything, but uh, we'll circle back This uncircumcised bitch, unsurcumcised, What does he think he? I'm on myself. I want to know all the details. I have to circle back. Come on, man. You know what I mean? I will venture to get you an answer on that and maybe we can talk about it and you'll circle back. I will have to circle back on that one. But uh, we'll we'll circle back. back, back. But I will have to circle back with you. Let me give you a very specific example. I'll circle back. Circle back. I hate to disappoint you. Circle back. Circle back. To circle back. This president knew by the January. Why didn't he tell us? Why didn't he warn us? There are a number of ways to combat misinformation. One of them is circle back. You told us that Trump was invincible, that Hillary was in a prison, right? I don't really have any predictions for you on that. I can circle back. <laughs> um let me see if I can get more detail for you on that. Circle back. I signed something saying that if I'm wrong, I can go out of prison. Did you? We'll try to get to as many questions as possible. I'll circle back. Yeah. I don't have anything more for you. We'll the back, the back. And that communication has been lacking. Well, the back, the back. well uh, as, as you know, we'll back, let me give back. you a very specific example. I'll circle back. Circle back. I hate to disappoint you. Circle back. Circle back. That's an excellent question. Circle back. Circle back. I hate to disappoint you, but we will venture to circle. Back.
0: There you go, ladies and gentlemen. The press secretary Jen Psaki with her very first hit single, "Circle Back." We've got Milton Monday coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. And filling in for Pat Miller on Newstock 1190. Whoa, whoa, 107.5 FM. Back away from that position. And I've got a solution for you. One, it's going to save you money. Two, you're actually going to get better coffee anyway. And three, it's my coffee, so you know exactly where I stand. And it's on sale for July. So you go to tocoacoffee.com slash Roast. And get Casey's Burning Brew and Casey's Dark Side Brew at a discount. And here's the thing. There's a lot of companies that make decent coffee. My coffee is amazing and great. And I'm not just saying that because I'm biased. I'm saying that because we put months into taste testing and getting the recipes right, getting the exact amount of roasting time for each bean correct in order to make the blend perfect. You like a medium roast coffee for the morning? All right, Casey's Burning Brew is it. You like a good dark roast coffee? Whether you like it in the morning or in the evening is usually when I have my dark roast. Casey's Dark Side Brew. Come to the dark side. It's good stuff. Tocoacoffee.com slash CaseyTheRoast. Don't worry about where your coffee's political opinions are. Now you know. Tocoacoffee.com slash CaseyTheRoast. They're on sale for July. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. ninety 95.3 Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Henderson. couple of messages. Where can I get that song? Uh, Circleback Saki is available at theburningtruth.us. Just search for it. All right. It is Monday. Monday means Milton Monday, where we play a wonderful soundbite from the great Milton Friedman. So the soundbite that I have for you today, Milton Friedman on equality, family, and the lottery enjoy
2: what I'm going to talk to you about tonight is a topic that is of extraordinary topical importance but also of great subtlety philosophically and in every other way the belief that government has both the responsibility and the power to promote equality of income has become an article of religious faith. It takes about as much daring these days to question the virtues of egalitarianism as it used to take to question the virtues of motherhood. I trust that just as it no longer takes that much courage these days to question the virtues of motherhood, the time may come when an even greater degree of understanding about the problems of equality will make it less dangerous to question the virtues of the religious belief in equality. Like most religious beliefs, and the reason why it is to be called a religious belief, this one is unexamined, and preached rather more than it is practiced. In this talk tonight, I want to discuss first the various meanings that are attributed to the concept of equality and the ambiguities which each of them have. Second, the relation between the value of egalitarianism or equality on the one hand and such other values as efficiency, justice, and liberty. And third, some of the facts about the distribution of income and about the effects of government measures that have been taken in the name of promoting equality. How do, What unit do I want to take if I'm going to measure equality of income? Do I want to look at the person as a unit, the family? Here I have two families, both husband and wife The one decided that they would prefer to have children, and the other decided that they would prefer to have a nice automobile. What measures equality of income? Equality per person or per family? Now lest you think that this problem of the size of family is an irrelevant consideration, let me point out to you that probably No change in the past 75 years has done more to reduce real poverty and real misery than the change in the size of the family over that period and particularly the elimination of very large families. If you go back to the social surveys that were being made at the turn of the century you will find that the real cases of poverty were the cases of families which had a very large number of families of relatively low income, which had a very large number of children. If I had two families, both had the same, the parents and the father, let's say, in both cases had the same job, earning the same number of dollars per week, then one family might be relatively well off because it was small, while the other family was poverty stricken because it was uh, undesirably large. And the changing technology, which has enabled Families to choose the size that they prefer and to plan their families has probably been about more important than any other single change in the past 75 years in reducing the incidence of real poverty and misery. But there are lotteries and lotteries. I've already suggested that the young women who seek a career on the stage or in the movies are engaged in a lottery. People who go into an act into a business which may yield them a lot of money or in which they may go broke, they're engaged in a lottery. People who buy stocks in the New York Stock Exchange are engaged in a lottery. Some people are going to win, some are going to lose. And everybody goes in with his eyes opening, open knowing he may win or he may lose, of course. We all grossly overestimate Our own chances of winning. That's natural human optimism. If it weren't for that, Reno and Las Vegas would be ghost towns. But yet, do we really want to say that we want to have a world in which it is impossible for people to undertake lotteries? If we really wanted, if the people who preached equality really wanted equality, there is nothing in the world that would prevent each one of them achieving the objective himself. If he thinks you ought to have equality in the country as a whole, the statistics are available for him to figure out the average income every man in the country has on the average. And if he has more than that, for him to take the excess and distribute it, he will be achieving equality. He will be making his own contribution to equality. If he thinks, if he believes that what you ought to have is equality world over, well then he could keep seventy-five or a hundred or two hundred dollars a year for himself and give the rest around the world to deserving objects of charity. Indeed, the thing that impresses me most about the people who preach equality is that the new class that is the most ardent that are the most ardent preachers of equality aren't doing badly for themselves in this unequal world.
0: The greats Milton Friedman, ladies and gentlemen, it's so true. I mean, honestly, it is we talked about this with the patriotic millionaires. We go back years of the patriotic millionaires, right? So the patriotic millionaires are a group of millionaires who lobby for taxes to be increased on millionaires. None of them are willing to pay more in taxes. And I know because a young Michelle Fields, who worked for the Daily Caller, went to the patriotic millionaires when they were speaking before Congress, and she asked all of them to fill out the form on the IRS's website to donate more money to the federal government. And not a single one of them would do it. And, in fact, uh, one of them, very sexist-like, basically called her a little girl and dismissed michelle fields and of course she's she's still in journalism today she's also responsible for one of the great lies of the the uh, 2016 campaign but i digress um you know the reality of the situation is that people who call for equality are almost never willing to give up what they have to achieve said equality but they're all willing to give up what you have to achieve equality, which isn't actually equality. Follow us online, rumble.com slash Casey, the host. Hit that subscribe button. More coming up, 95.3 MNC and 1190. 107.5 FM. and good afternoon thank you for tuning in news talk 953, 3 michiana's news channel also hello to the fort wayne audience filling in for pat miller today an official with the fairfax county naacp stated that those who oppose critical race theory should be allowed to die die during a rant before a july 15th meeting of the fairfax county school board now for those of you who don't know Fairfax County, right next to Loudoun County, Loudoun County, Virginia, has been leading the fight nationwide against critical race theory, mass mandates for kids, and that sort of thing. They've basically been showing everybody how to fight this. Critical race theory is a racist theory. And I just need to remind everybody this has to be said. It shouldn't be said. It shouldn't have to be said, but it, oh, well, I shouldn't say it shouldn't be said. It shouldn't have to be said, but it needs to be. People of all racial demographics are uniting against critical race theory. Everybody knows how damaging it is. Leftist radicals who are trying to push this nonsense into the schools and brainwash your kids, they're the ones that are on the run. They're the ones that are scared. They're the ones writing letters like like the superintendent for Penn schools, writing letters home to parents. We're not teaching critical race theory while their entire curriculum is stripped right out of critical race theory's textbook. They're the ones that are running and hiding from this. Parents of all walks of life, whether it's socioeconomic status, income levels, racial demographics, they are all coming out and opposing critical race theory because they understand how damaging and un-American it is. And that is exactly what it is. If you know anybody who says that critical race theory is a positive thing, cut them out of your life. Those are not quality people. They do not deserve your attention. They are stealing the oxygen from your very lungs. And wasting it. In a video posted on Twitter by Ars uh, Azra Numani, Michelle Lee labeled those who opposed critical race theory as anti-education, anti-teacher, anti-equity, anti-history, anti-racial reckoning, anti-opportunity, anti-help people, anti-diversity, anti-platform, anti-science, anti-change agent anti-social justice, anti-healthcare, anti-worker, anti-LGBTQ+, anti-children, anti-healthcare, anti-worker, anti-environment, anti-ambitious policy change, anti-inclusion, anti-live, and, and let li- uh, anti-live and let-live people. And then said, let them die. Yeah, that sounds like a stable person. Considering critical race theory doesn't address the vast majority of that anyway. And the few things that are in that diatribe that it does address, it addresses incorrectly and falsely and lies about. Let them die. Yeah, that, that sounds like an appropriate response from the NAACP about critical race theory, right? If you oppose critical race theory, ahead of the NAACP in Fairfax County, Virginia wants you to die. Even if you're black. Congratulations. Then, then again, the NAACP is not exactly new to wanting black people to die. They've been they've been supporting Planned Parenthood for a long time. More coming up. News Talk ninety five three, Michigan's news channel, and also filling in for Pat Miller on News Talk eleven ninety Wa one oh seven five FM. And good afternoon, thank you for tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Poor Josh. He's new here. <laughs> he's he's like, what did you just say about Planned Parenthood? So I had to, I had to break it down in a quick fashion for him. Uh, A lot of people don't know the history of Planned Parenthood. They don't know what Planned Parenthood does. They don't know that Planned Parenthood sets up specifically in certain neighborhoods because they they exploit uh, low income Black women. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't realize that. I don't know about the rest of you in the audience, but I am anti Black exploitation, ladies and gentlemen. And I, you know what, always find funny about this, and it's it's funny in a ho ho kind of a way, not not a ha ha kind of way. They always say that conservatives are racist against black people, but conservatives in general are the ones trying to save black babies from being killed. Isn't that interesting? But you're the racist. You don't want them to abort black children. Then they say that you're racist, but you want to make sure that black Americans are able to arm themselves and protect their family against people who would break in to their homes but you're the, you're the racist. They don't want them to have that ability to protect themselves. Kind of interesting how that all works out, isn't it? Hey, join me online. Get my daily show prep for free. You can go to theburningtruth.us. Sign up for my free newsletter. You'll get access to the daily show prep that way. It doesn't cost you a dime. I don't spam you with a bunch of weird stuff like some of the other places out there. Um, it's just a very straightforward way for me to communicate with you, especially if I end up getting censored or banned. Let's face it, I'm going to get fired at some point. It's just a way for me to continue to send you emails. TheBurningTruth.us for the daily show prep, the podcast, and, of course, Rumble.com slash Casey, the host, for my videos and live streams. Pat should be back tomorrow. Have a wonderful night. Here's Bill O'Reilly.